Sportscast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of KFR Sportscast. I am BG Brian Gilbert, one of your BG. hosts, and I'm joined, as always, with Big Sexy Jacob Brader and the heel, Jacob Brother. Boo! Boo! Boo this right. man! Boo this man! All right, and we had a... Just when we thought the divisional round was one of the best games of football, we have the championship round that this whole playoff just gets better and better. From the divisional round on, it's been awesome. So, I mean, so we're going to start with this AFC championship game, which didn't look like much in the beginning. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie. Get out of my head. <laughs> so Joe Burrow and the Bengals go into Kansas City, where Kansas City obviously holds their fourth straight AFC championship to take on the Chiefs. And another overtime game for the Chiefs in this postseason. And obviously, ultimately seeing what happened is the Bengals, surprisingly, who I didn't think were going to get past the Chiefs, come out on top. Yep. I mean, when it went to overtime, seemed like the game was going to be decided by a coin flip again. And it, it just, man. Wild. 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 Dude, yeah, like it. Yeah, when 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 the coin flip happened, it's funny because you know Josh Allen called heads, and it ended up being tails. And then and then they they called it tails, and it ended up being heads. And I immediately, I immediately when we were all you know messaging in the group chat, I'm like, it's rigged, it's rigged. <laughs> the coin, <laughs> the rigged. coin is weighted. <laughs> yeah, the coins weighted. It's a double sided coin. It's got a remote control on it. It's, you know, it's possessed. I don't know. Something's wrong. Something's wrong here. And then, like, like clockwork, Mahomes throws an interception. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know? not, not, just, not just that. Like, so the, the coin flip, flip, flip happened. Kansas City got the ball first. And I looked at my dad. I was like, I hope he throws a fucking pick. <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> that, fir- that first pick. That first pass, you know, went over the receiver's head, and I'm like, okay. And then that second one, Eli Apple, almost had, and I'm like, I was like, oh my god, like he might actually throw a pick. I'm and like, then that deep uh, shot, and I'm like, the tip ball and bat or the batted ball, and I'm like, oh, oh sh, oh shit, he did it. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I think I was a bigger Bengals fan in that moment than I was for the whole Tampa game. <laughs> yeah uh honestly like i like at, as soon as overtime hit like obviously like i'm like there's a there is a slight chance that you know the Bengals could win this game when you know and then like when the pick happened i'm like oh my god they're gonna fucking win this game like 
this kicker has been absolute money all, all mm. fucking year. And like, I just knew as soon as they got into field goal range, I'm like, it's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. The, like they're going into the fucking Super Bowl. And sure enough, man, you know, but that, like, like that first half was looking really grim. Like, mm-hmm. um, fucking, you know, they went down 21 to three, right? Mm -hmm. That was the score at halftime and man, to come, come back down from 18 point that tied the largest comeback in AFC championship history. Or I think it honestly conference championship history. I don't know if either conference type championship games have had a more significant comeback, you know, like, I mean, there's been one obviously, but like uh, as far as another one goes, I I don't know if there's one NFC title game like that. Uh, so, yeah, you know, that being said, you know, kudos to Joe Burrow, man. And honestly, I have to say kudos to their offensive line a mm-hmm. little bit, too, because, you know, that was the story of when they faced the Titans is that they, they, they let up nine sacks. They didn't let up a sack. They didn't let up a sack at all, I don't believe. Uh, they might have let up one. I think one, I think. I think they one, let up one, one or but two. J- I, I know definitely one. They definitely did a better job at containing the pass rush. And, I, and I, I'll tell you what, that Kansas City pass rush is no are no slouches either. You know, they got Frank Clark, Chris Jones. Uh, what's his name there? Uh, Melvin Ingram and them boys. You know, those guys are no slouches. You know, they can get after the quarterback just as good as anybody in the league. And uh, but I got, you know, Joe Burrow obviously was had the wherewithal to, you know, keep his mind on that pressure and get out of the pocket when he needed to. He did a lot more scrambling than I'm used to him doing, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah kudos to the Bengals, man. They definitely deserve it. All right, little Jake. Floor, floor is yours now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The game was uh, looks in trouble at the beginning, but uh, you know, it's good to see a team like Cincinnati pull it together and come back and make a game out of it and ultimately win the game and. You know, flip flip the tables uh, on a Kansas City team where uh, there's been no team. When a team goes to the postseason, goes to a um, um, overtime in a postseason game, uh, more than once, the second time they lose every time. Um, that's the that's that was a fun stat I saw. So uh, yeah. Kansas City wow. jo- joined the club for other teams that have been in that position as well. I think it's only the third time, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes was out there doing too much again. Uh, that was kind of some of his knack in college, and that's maybe you know that's why he got drafted maybe as late as he had, uh, as he did. Uh, you know, it's it's the kind of stuff that comes with a guy like Patrick Mahomes. He's not perfect, but you know, um, as much as they didn't do to win, Cincinnati was uh, was there to show him up, and the defense showed up when it needed to. And uh, Evan, um, their kicker, there, um, Evan was McPherson. Yeah, yeah. He's a force, man. It's a, it's, a, it's definitely worth that draft pick they spent on him. Yep. Oh, yeah. Seriously. But, uh, yeah, it's it's good to see a, a team that is, is listed as, uh, as, as I would look at my own team and say, a poverty franchise making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, getting yourself out of that category, it's, it's good to see. Good for them. Good. Yeah. yeah. So – I, I saw it. So obviously, first first Super Bowl appearance since 1988. Um, but 
they beat Buffalo in that AFC title game that year. Yep. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, Joe Joe Burrow's story right now is is like a flipping movie at this point, right? So you he, grew, he said he, after. Do you see what he said at the press conference when the dude asking him about his chain? He's like, oh, are those yeah, diamonds he said, real? He's like, he's like, yeah, they're real. You know, I kind of make too much money for them not to not be to real. Be, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, Joe Burrow is a savage, dude. But I know his, that has his, nothing to do with football, but that had me dying. But like his his life is a movie. So here's a kid that grows up like two hours outside of Cincinnati, right? Yep. Um go goes into goes into Ohio State for college, right? Play football while he's there three years, right? You know, three years as a backup, transfers to LSU, becomes a starter, wins the national championship. Yep. Right? It's drafted number one overall to a team who was last in the league. They had two wins. Had two wins. Right? Last in the league. Tears his ACL and MCL in his rookie season, ending his rookie season, and comes back his second year taking this team to the Super Bowl. Putting that team on his back. If that is not a goddamn movie, like, I don't know what is. Like, dude, no, seriously. Like, no, he's had like a really uh, great beginning to his career. And like, before he went down with the injury, you know, he was like, you know, he was amazing us with like how well he was doing as a rookie, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, have have that shortened of a rookie season and then come back your second year and just, light the league on fire you know and just fucking you know put put a whole city on your back and take him to the promised land is just you know and you know i gotta give credit to their defense too because their defense has been one of the more underrated units in the league um but you know that team without without joe burrow you know without joe burrow that team well i mean their 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 defense allowed three points in that whole second half Yep. Yeah. And they put is- and they put Tyreek Hill on lock. I don't even know if Tyreek Hill had a had a had any yards in the second half. I don't think he did. I don't think he had any effect in the second half. Because I feel yeah. like in the first half they were running a lot of a soft zone and trying to not let the big play up. And that's yeah. like kind of like they, they, they kind of went away from a lot of what they were doing during the season that made them successful. So you know, they they decided, you know, like they needed to account for Tyreek Hill because Tyreek Hill was lighting them up in the first half. So they, you know, they made some adjustments and they started getting some pressure on Mahomes, uh, which was crucial because, you know, like you can get all the pressure on Mahomes you want, but you got to be able to bring them down at least a few times because then that gets his that gets his clock going like I, okay maybe i have to like make a quicker decision i can't just you know like m- m- do my mahomes magic and get out of it every time you know like cuz i mean that was what was happening against buffalo like buffalo was getting pressure but like he just would not go down like they could not get they could not get him on the ground and that's you know and that's and the Bengals did. The Bengals, they, the Bengals did in the second half, and that was the difference maker. That was the difference maker for Cincinnati. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't want, I don't want to take credit for Cincinnati going to the Super Bowl, but I'm going to anyways, uh, because this past, this past year, um, Tara and I actually went to Cincinnati 
And so took oh, a little geez. Super Bowl, took a little Super Bowl dust and spread around the streets of Cincinnati. Oh God. Here yeah. we go. No, you're welcome. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> now, if anybody, if anybody deserves the credit for, you know, like about Cincinnati, man, it's Jake. Yeah. Jake oh no, absolutely. All that credit. Fucking he's the only one on this podcast in the preseason that thought they were a playoff team. And here they are in the fucking Super Bowl. That, that, that baffles yeah. me. That yeah, baffles man. Me, but man. yeah, but congrats, congrats to Cincinnati. Hell, they've been a hell of a run. We'll see if they can finish it. Um, their opponent for the Super Bowl is going to be the LA Rams after a great NFC Championship game yeah. again. Kind kind of the same kind of the same thing. Um. This game was a little bit more defensive on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Like, I felt like, you know, like it, at first it was like each each team wasn't giving up an inch. Like that first quarter was scoreless. The scoreless first mm-hmm. quarter. Like no points in the first quarter. So uh, like, no, there was a touchdown in the first quarter. Was there? I, I think it was like Talon, yeah. L.A. scored. A touchdown. It must have been like at the end of the first quarter because I felt like that whole quarter was scoreless. Um, eight minutes and fifty seconds. What? No, no way. Left? Yeah, so almost nine minutes left. In yeah. the first quarter? Yeah, dude, I'm looking. I'm looking at it, dude. Yeah. What that that that's. Just I don't. It just doesn't seem right to me. And of course, it's not showing it by like actual fucking. Yeah, whatever. Just cut that out. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. I am mistaken. That's so. Wait, what? Okay, so this is really weird. I'm sorry, guys. This is this is so weird. Like I'm looking at the like the quarter breakdown, and at the yeah. very bottom it says touchdown by LA. <clears throat> but looking at like the little box up here at the like the top right, in the first quarter it says zero zero. Yeah, exactly. I knew I knew that there wasn't a fucking score in the first quarter. Can, Jesus can I? Christ. Can I? Can I just? Show, I'm gonna show this to you guys real quick. I just want. Yeah. Let me show this to you. Okay. So right here, first quarter. Touchdown, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, that total time for the drive—that's what—that's what it meant. That's what that means. Yeah, no, but I was looking at like if you break it down, it probably was uh, like the first quarter going into the second quarter because it's like down, yeah, down here, right here it says eight fifty left. Shotgun, Matt Stafford passes deep right Cooper Cup for a 16-yard touchdown. Yeah, that must have been like total time for the uh, 10:57. Yeah, because look, like look at look at the times right there. You see the times? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right here. Yeah, that's the yeah. start. That's the start of the, the second quarter. Right this there. Is the start, see, yeah. There's 30, 34 seconds in the first quarter. I knew yeah. I was right. Okay. I knew I was right. Well, then put it. They should have put it under the second quarter, not the first quarter. Because then, yeah, I came they, up here they to the should time. Have. 
I came up here to the top right and it was you know zero zero. All right, so you were right. My bad. That's my fault. Yeah, yeah. That's my yeah. Bitch. Actually, 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 (laughs) actually, it's NFL.com's fault. Uh, If if a touchdown scored in the second quarter, put it underneath second quarter. I guess they don't. They did it for that reason because the drive started Start, in the yeah. first quarter, which so, I guess makes sense. Yeah, bullshit, but it makes sense. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah, scoreless first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, <laughs> you know. Uh, but anyway, um, you know that like each team was not giving each other anything, and um, and then you know like that it started off well um for LA you know they they had that long drive but then um you know then it seemed like San Fran answered right back and then they went up uh and they i think it, it, halftime was 10-7 if i if i remember correctly right is it does, yes. does it say it was 10-7 yes okay. i'm lo- i'm looking at that top right box i'm not looking at the quarter breakdown it's gonna okay, go back. So, <laughs> so yes, and then uh, and then it came out of halftime, um, and San Fran scored a touchdown. So yes. it was, yep. and then it was up seventeen to seven. Yep. And at that point, you're like, oh shit! Like, is this is this is this it for the Rams? Like, is this it? Like, you know, like the, the again, you know, the, the you know a team the team that won had to come back down from a deficit. You know, and uh, I felt like the defense started rallying up and getting stops uh, because that was obviously that was the last points that uh, that San Fran mm-hmm. scored was that yep. was that touchdown. You know, so uh, Jimmy G started playing like shit, dude. He started playing like shit. And honestly, I don't think the play calling helped him either because there was a couple times where they had had the ball. And they, they had an opportunity to drain some clock. I think they were up by three with like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. They had an opportunity to have a nice lengthy drive, turn some clock. And then, you know, they if they could have done it right, because at that point, I think uh, LA had either used all their timeouts or had no, had, you know, had one timeout left. They could have ran the clock down and they could have not gotten the ball back if they would have, you know, they would have called the right plays and, you know, ran their offense right. But the, the, the play calling was very questionable. You know, like I was sitting here with uh, Andy, me and him were watching the game. And I'm like, you know, if I'm San Fran right now, I am, I am keep giving the ball to Debo Samuel, keep giving the ball to Debo Samuel. I am, trying to give him the ball any way I can, either if it's out of the backfield, on a bubble screen, whatever it is. You need to get your best player the ball right now. Either give him the ball or give George Kittle the ball and just, just you know, pound that clock. The clock could be your best friend right now. And they refused to keep the ball on the ground. They refused to keep the ball on the ground, and, and they just kept taking calcul- like they kept taking risks, and they went like three and out and gave L.A. the ball back. It was just very shitty play calling. It was just terrible, terrible play calling, and even worse quarterback play from Jimmy G. So that was the, ended up being San Fran's downfall. But, man, Matt, Matt oh, Stafford. Yeah, so it was – sorry to cut you off. So it was <laughs> 649 mm-hmm. when they got yep. the ball back after that, yep. I believe the game t- – yeah, the game-tying field goal. Yep, game tying field goal. They had because yeah, LA had no timeouts and they went yep. six plays. 
they had six plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but six plays for 23 seconds. Yeah, six plays. I think a couple of them were like, I think maybe one of them, it, one of them may have been in like a, a penalty or something. But like, yeah, so we had that. a, we had a, there was an incomplete pass and then a five yard penalty. Yep. Um, and then another incomplete pass, incomplete pass, and then punt. So one, two, three, four, five. It was five San Francisco plays, six if you count the kickoff from Matt Gay, which okay. was a touchback. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, five plays on offense and just very questionable. Seconds. Like, what, you know, like literally 23 seconds and five plays. It, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's terrible clock management. That's terrible clock management. At bare, like, you know, like – and into what not gain they didn't even like they barely gained any yards on those plays like they didn't even they didn't gain any yeah they didn't gain any they got they got lucky for five yards because they got a penalty you know like it was oh no i think the penalty was on them yeah it was on it was on on san francisco yeah that's right okay yeah the penalty was on them so So they they didn't gain it yeah they didn't gain a single yard out of that it was just it was terrible it was awful yeah and then that uh, and then that next possession for la 10 plays, 49 yards, four minutes. Yeah, jeez. You know, yeah. Or almost at four, 440, really. And then... 10, 10, 49 yards and 10 plays and you drain four minutes off the clock. That's that's good clock management right there. Yeah, and then that's when... Good clock management. And then when San Francisco got the ball back, there was a minute 46 left. Yep. Incomplete pass, negative yard play. Yeah, and then uh, Jimmy G, when he was getting pressured by Aaron Donald, did like the same thing Kyler Murray did in that uh, wild card playoff round. He kind of like was trying to avoid Aaron Donald and saw Von Miller coming, and he just like did one of these and he threw it behind him. And I'm like, oh boy, mm-hmm. that's just awful. That is just awful. Hits the hit hits the uh, guy from uh, I think it was Jamichael Hasty. I think was the guy yep. that mm-hmm. the, the the pass hit tipped it to a Rams defender game game over game over at that point it was just game yeah. set match it was just great it, like I'm, I'm so happy for Matt Stafford man oh my gosh yeah definitely fucking deserves it and you know what like I'm even happy for Odell I'm even happy for Odell because you know like in you know they say hindsight's 2020 with all the stuff that's been going on with the giants over the past like five or six years and when you put things into perspective you know like he he definitely deserved better than what we were giving him but you know you, you know it still leaves a bit of a sour taste in the mouth with the way that he left but honestly i'm glad that he's back to playing like you know odell football because you know like you know, I, I can't deny the the man's talent. The man is one of the most talented receivers I've ever seen, you know, and he's 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 trying to get back to that level. Is is he the same Odell as as before? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But uh, it just, you know, he just needed a good quarterback to throw him the ball. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy for I'm happy for the Rams. I'm happy for the Bengals. This is going to be a great Super Bowl. So, Jake, what are your thoughts on the NFC Championship game? That had the the worst possible play that could have ever happened to them at the end of the game. It was just like – it was the epitome of 
that Niners team falling apart all summed into one last final play. I was like, well, that's a very fitting play. They just sh- shed on themselves one last time and said, yep. see you later. Jimmy Garoppolo's 49ers days will end the way Tom Brady's New England Patriot days ended mm. with a pick. Although it didn't go back for six, but still. Right. Uh, equally as ugly. Equally as ugly, equally, easily, um, equally as game-ending, equally yep. as disgusting. But uh, The same way, yeah, like you said, the same way Tom Brady's Patriot days ended, and then also same way Brett Favre's Packers day ended. Packers days ended with a pick in the playoffs. Yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, on the ramp side, they, you know, they they kicked that uh they they kicked the monkey that's been on their back all season. And the one team they couldn't seem to solve all year, they finally took care of that issue. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see Matthew Stafford finally get his uh get get a redemption, get a shot to actually do something, not be stuck on a on a bum Lions team and it's a feel good story for him. I'm happy to see him get this opportunity. And Lions fans are living vicariously through Matthew yeah, Stafford. Yeah, right? Oh, absolutely. I see a lot of them being better about it. I see a lot of them saying, you know, you fought so long for us and we love you and good luck. Like that's, yeah. that's what it becomes. Oh, yeah. Well, did you, know? did you see there was a, there was a Detroit fan um, that actually got a signed Jersey by Matt Stafford. Oh yeah. 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 I um, seen, uh, my I, favorite. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. The graphic I saw was uh, the Rams Matt Stafford hugging Detroit Lions Matt Stafford. Someone put that together. Yeah. That was uh, one of my favorite things that I saw. Um, yeah, uh, excited to see you. You know, they stacked their roster to go this far, and you know, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't shock me that they're here. You know, they they played to what their roster, what they built their roster for, and now they just got to get the job done. One more game. Yeah, and you know, and like this is like this is the great thing too about the, about this. If the Rams end up finishing and they they end up winning this game, Matt Stafford would solidify himself as Hall of Famer. Like that, like Absolutely. you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to dispute it anymore. Like, like he was the reason. He was the reason why that it, it put that team over the hump. I mean, yeah, they added Von Miller. Yeah, they added Odell, right? But, I mean, I mean, you're only as you know, you you got to have a good quarterback these days to you know to win football games. To you know, it's not like the the early two thousands where the Ravens are winning a Super Bowl with uh, Trent Dilfer. Okay, you you, you can't. The old Brad Johnson, uh, yeah, the know, Brad Johnson year. Super Bowl for the Bucks. You know, it's not, it's not those days anymore. Those days are, those days are gone. You know, like you got to have, got to have a good quarterback to win a Super Bowl these days. Uh, you know, so, you know, Matt Matt Stafford will, if if he ends up finishing, if he ends up getting the job done, you know, and that was the only question about Matt Stafford in his career. Like, oh yeah. He didn't. He didn't. He couldn't win in the playoffs. He he's won. He he's won three straight playoff games, you know. And now he has the chance to put himself in the picture of eliteness, of of immortality, immortality. He has the chance to do that. And I, you know, and me as a Georgia fan, I'm I'm pulling for this man. Like I am rooting for this man hard because 
out of any quarterback that I've ever seen come out of Georgia, this guy is by far my favorite. By far my favorite. I've been a huge fan of Matthew Stafford his entire career. And I've always felt like he's been capable of having, you know, being a an elite quarterback. He just needed a team around him, and this is it, man. So, you know, I'll give my thoughts on this game in particular in the future, but, you know, as just a, just a reaction to the playoffs so far, man, it's been a wild one. It's been a wild playoff series this this year like it's been wild so um you know i'm i'm excited man i'm excited so yep, yeah after, that's pretty much all i got to say about it after what we'll say 60 years I mean, technically 50 56 years 50 years a little over 50 years after mm-hmm. never having a team play at home in the Super Bowl. We get two back to back. Yeah, after fifty-four years, fifty-four years of having, you know, yeah, fifty-four years because fifty-five and fifty-six both had the home team playing in the Super Bowl. So, yeah. but this time LA will not be the home team, right? Due to the fact that they switch off every every other year. They gotta wear the road jerseys at home. You know, it's a big disadvantage. Yeah, the Tampa Bay had to do that too. Tampa Bay no, did that too. No, we, we we were the home team last year, and we we wore yeah, you guys we wore, wore you still wore your white jerseys. I yeah, didn't those understand are, that. Well, we I don't know what it is. We wear our white jerseys all the fucking time. Like we wear our white jerseys at home. Yeah, in the regular season, those are technically still your away jerseys. The the yeah, it's still technically the away jerseys. And like, unless you're the like, unless you're the Cowboys, because the Cowboys home jerseys are white. They just wear those all the time. Like <laughs> they, just, they just, they just, they're just the fucking asshole of the league. They just try to make themselves, they make themselves at home wherever they go. Well, they, like, they I mean, they, fuck. The, the blue jerseys are bad luck. Yeah. And cowboy lore. I think we should have worn more of the pewter. We only wore them once this year. Anyways. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, Couple more weeks to the Super Bowl, February thirteenth, six thirty Eastern time. The game is ready. The game, the teams are there. We're down to our final two. We'll do predictions for that game as uh, as we creep a little bit closer to that game. Yeah. Um, but until then, you guys can enjoy the Pro Bowl. Yeah, enjoy the Pro Bowl. Uh, whoever whoever is playing in it, because you know, like uh. You know, some injuries happened uh, during the playoffs that, you know, to some pro bowlers like uh, one Buda Baker. So I don't know who's going to replace him in the in the NFC, but um, I am. Yeah, they uh, they tried to throw. They tried. Yeah, yeah, you are. They tried to say, hey, hey, Josh, you want to come play? And he said. So, but although I would have loved to see him do that. uh that precision passer uh, skills, the, the the skills showdown because like I feel yeah. like he would well maybe tear when they, that up maybe when they acknowledge him as a, as a starter like they should maybe he'll come around and do it next time probably yeah you know still Amy. damn you NFL depriving it's us it's of- so it's all it's so depleted it's so depleted and so many people are pulling out that literally Mac Jones is in the Pro Bowl okay. I'm not yeah. kidding. That's not a joke. 
I'm not. I sure. mean, I, I, I mean, I kind of took the Pro Bowl not very seriously when Evan Ingram was in it last year. Yeah. Evan Ingram, really, really, with 500 and fucking 16 yards and a touchdown. Like, yeah, when when Robert Tanyan was literally, literally had like five touchdowns and like almost 800 yards. No, he, 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 like he had 11. He had 11 touchdowns. Oh, well, shit. He had 11 touchdowns last. 11 touchdowns. Still, like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, that's that's going to be our wrap-up for today, for this episode. Congrats to both teams. Obviously, the Bengals since 1988. Uh, the Rams back in the Super Bowl again since, what was it, 2016, I believe? 2017? 2016. Um, so, congrats to both teams. No, no, 2018. It was 2018. Was it 2018? 2018. Yeah, it was 2018. Okay. Uh, congrats to both teams. Um, thank you guys, all the all the fans watching and listening uh, to this episode. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to us and watching us. Uh, you can follow us on social media at KFRSBRTSCast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, if you can't watch us, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that podcasts are streamed. Anywhere that you go, we go with you. But we appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us uh, and supporting us. It means a lot to us. Uh, but we will catch you next time when we give uh, – well, we'll have an episode between this and the Super Bowl. Yeah. But keep on stay tuned. But this has been BG, Brian Gilbert, one of your hosts, Big Sexy Jacob Raider, and The Heel. Jacob Bradley. Sportscast. And we will talk to you guys next time. Peace out. Big sexy out.